Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. Okay, so another company that people are familiar with that we haven't spoken about in a while because, you know, we can only talk about Apple and Microsoft so much. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Netflix. So Netflix. Um, wow, wow, wow. They wow, crushed it. Oh they crushed it. I mean, we was actually with Maverick Carter um, very randomly. We was with Maverick last week, and um, I guess their earnings had just came out, and he got noti- notified on his phone. And he was like, oh, Netflix, they crushed their earnings. And then we had a whole conversation about his philosophy on why Netflix is reign supreme Mm -hmm. and and why they um, have added like 21 million users. He had a very interesting take on it. Um, But yeah, Netflix crushed their earnings and grew their revenue 12 percent year over year. Uh, So, okay, so um, is Netflix the best media company to invest in? And uh, what do you think of their earning report and the state of media overall? Damn, what I think. What Maverick Carter said. <laughs> Let's not bury the lead. LeBron James' partner says. Well, shout out to Mav. So now yeah, what he was Mav. saying was that, you know, he um, you know, he was speaking to somebody and they were saying that uh by them having to um, you know, change the 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 system where a lot of people used to share uh Netflix accounts, right? 1000%. And then they they changed that to make it to now you have to actually have your own Netflix account if you want to mm-hmm. if you want to watch Netflix, right? And um, just doing that alone probably increased uh, users by millions of. Yeah, I think um, they said four and a half million. Yeah, yeah, just just <laughs> just that alone increased increased it by millions. Um, so he was saying like he thought that 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 was a smart move for sure. And then we were just talking about the state of um media and I'll and movies and um 
I was saying that I thought that movies was a dying genre, but he, he actually felt that movies are not a dying genre. And he gave us a bunch of movies to watch that I've never heard of before that he said was good movies. But he was saying that, yeah, like as far as the traditional movie theater model, but he felt like the movie business was still healthy mm-hmm. and still um, had legs on it. Um, so anything else from the conversation that he added perspective on? Yeah, I mean, we got to differentiate from theatrical to at home. That, that was the biggest yeah. thing. And there's only a few people who will bring in theatrical budgets and theatrical dollars to uh, the movie industry. Who are those, you think? Um, definitely Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Um, he, I mean, it. we try to figure out what movies that we watch, but when we look at the numbers from a box office standpoint, he's doing them. Um, I think franchises bring in, in, in that type of money, whether Marvel's franchises, although they haven't done well, recently um fast and the furious fast and the furious franchises like that um yeah. kevin hart is another guy he's managed kind of to do both um he's he's brought in some box office numbers and he's actually done the the streaming platform at home um so the the key word that we use is you're user friendly to the brand or you're user friendly to some of these these production houses and once you've proven that you can do it they're going to come and look at you again to do it the movies like barbie yeah, with those black black, black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Oppenheimer did well. They're talking about a billion dollar movie, but they're the day of having these blockbusters are like far and few between. Whereas we yeah. knew that summertime, we knew we were going to get a blockbuster, or we knew at Christmas time a blockbuster was coming out, and that hasn't happened, right? Because of the pandemic has changed that, streaming has changed that, and you know what, the movies haven't been that great. But also another point to make is that. It's kind of like the music industry, right? Where remember when um, Tupac came out and he sold like five million records, right? And then Snoop Dogg sold millions of records. And I remember when Jay Z, when he sold four million records of Hard Knock Life. It used to be a time when artists came out and they they sold a lot of records, crazy numbers, yeah. And then once streaming came, artists now, I mean, if you sell sixty eight thousand combined it's with the grand stream, slam. In the first week, that's that's a that's a hit, right? But the music industry is still profitable because now you have a monthly subscription that you're paying. So they just need enough content on their platform to justify ten dollars a month for your Apple subscription. And then once a hundred million people are paying ten dollars a month, then you do the math. So even though an artist is not selling 10 million records, nobody's going diamond anymore. Um, it's still a profitable business. So I think that that's another kind of line with Maverick's conversation where, yeah, it might not be the same blockbuster movie how we looked at it before where, you know, everybody used to wait in line and get your movie tickets and your popcorn, but Netflix can justify spending all of this crazy amount of money on these movies if they can increase their user base because yep. if they can get enough people and they actually increase their subscription price as well. So if they can get enough people to pay $15 or whatever it costs, $17 a month um, on an ongoing basis and just have a catalog of movies that you can just randomly watch Jumanji whenever you want to or... Griselda you know, was pretty good. Yeah, but that, that was that's another part of it. It was like... It, maybe we don't need the blockbuster. So the model has changed. Yeah, the model has changed. In so fact, the movie yeah. business is not over. The movie business is not dead. It's just the how we used to look at it yeah. is dead. But the business is actually still thriving. It's just in a different. It's in a different 
format. Yeah, it's almost become how do we get more with less, right? And so rather than spending $1.2 billion to put out a film, let's put out a series where we can cut that budget by half or even more, maybe a three quarters of it, and maybe we can make a series of it. And now from that series, we can have ancillary items. When I think of like a Stranger Things, right? Or even like you just said, Griselda or Narcos, yeah. right? Like these shows, they had, they're seasonal, right? But we can have ancillary things come for it. Whereas if a movie, it's like when we grew up, it was the movie came out, then you wait to, it came on DVD or VHS, or you would buy the lunchbox. Like there was ancillary things that came from it. Whereas now if the movie comes out, all right, next movie. Well, yeah. that's also a point that I had made, and it wasn't just Maverick, it was Paul also. Shout out to Paul Rivera. Um, and so Paul is, uh, he's on the shop. If you ever watched the shop, Maverick, yeah. and Paul. And, but he's 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 actually um, an executive, high-ranking executive at uh, Spring Hill. So him and Matt pretty much run Spring Hill. They run the company. So um, we was at their office. And um, my take was that, because we were talking about black movies in particular, like, you remember there used to be like a lot of great black movies, even hood classics, um, like... Uh, you name. I got the hookup. No, 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 no. We not playing. No, 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 no. Like real, do real, real hood classics. Like Menace to Society, Menace to Society, Boys in the hood. Above the Rim, Juice, Boy the Hood, Juice, Paid in Full. Those type of movies. We haven't had one of those movies. <laughs> Shout out, Pete. I rock with you. <laughs> we haven't had one of those movies in a long time. But what I said was that <laughs> series replaced that. So BMF Fifty Cent has replaced those movies. Absolutely. Fifty Cent is the new John Singleton, but he instead of doing movies, he's doing series. So now he has Great power. Day. He has he he has BMF. He has power. Ghost book of power. Raising right? Canaan. Yep. Raising yeah. All of these different things. Now those are essentially the hood classics that we grew up on, but That's they're not point. they're not in movie format. Mm -hmm. They're in series format. Yeah. So, That's but once point. again, that's another way of the evolution of the content, right? And and of the of the streaming. So. So yeah, so shout out to those guys at Spring Hill. They they have a tremendous media company. But Netflix is Netflix still king? How do you feel about Netflix stock? And um, yeah, what's the, what what's the future of media and investing in media companies? Um, number one, I've been saying this for a while. I think we all can agree. Uh, tr traditional media is dying. Um, L.A. Times is cutting jobs. Condé Nast has layoffs. Sports Illustrated is pretty much done. Dead. They got you in the matrix, man. Frozen. They froze you up. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'm, I'll just pick up right where you left off for a sec, because let's just say this. Let's just put the crown on them for now, right? The crown belongs to Netflix. It's been there. We saw Disney as a challenger, um, and they're still number two in my book, but the crown belongs to Netflix. Anytime you can think credible, right? And yeah, there was password sharing, and they did something very slick. If you were a Netflix account holder like I was, they told you that somebody hacked your, your your email and you, you need to change your password. And once I changed my password, now everybody that was on my account no longer has it. And so some of the people that I'm sitting next to have to get their own account <laughs> and they have to figure out how to register and now that adds new users. And so that accounts for, let's say, 5 million other people, but you still got 10 million. And I'm trying to think over the fourth quarter, what was the thing that brought them there? Was it the newer subscription level that was priced at $6.99 that had ads on it? They've done something brilliant, um, so we got to give them the crown. But media investing in media companies is tough. And, and what I'm starting to see, and everybody should be seeing, is consolidation inside of them, whether it's HBO um, and Discovery. I just saw uh, Paramount's trying to grab Showtime. Everybody's consolidating because the business structure around it is changing. 
and everybody wants to have the content. Now the focus is how do we get live? What do we get from a live standpoint? And so you saw Amazon and we talked about the deal they did with the NFL, which was incredible, right? $100 million for one game. You see Netflix do the deal with the WWE, right? You see Amazon again doing it with Major League Baseball. The NBA is going to come into to question very soon. YouTube did it with the NFL, right? They took it. You used to be DirecTV. Now we're going to put the NFL uh, uh, League pack Pass on um, YouTube TV. So it's changing from a, the, the standpoint of traditional media where it was like, all right, here's the traditional channels. Here we go. And we'll invest. No. Consolidation is happening. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm investing in a media company specifically. Now, everybody knows that I love Disney, but it wasn't just because of their media arm. There's ancillary things that go along with it. But Netflix, yes, is the crown. I'm not sure. I don't know if I'd invest in a Discovery or a Paramount or a Comcast. It, it's changing so much that it has to go through this, this wash phase of what will the new form of digital media look like before I could even go near it. Robert Iger, I won't say anything bad about you because as soon as I do, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate you. Stream. I, I appreciate you. you. Thank you. <clears throat> but no, Netflix is the king of the hill. Um, traditional media is dying and the tech media 2.0 versions are going to take over. I'm not the biggest fan of investing in media companies. Uh, the margins for Netflix are pretty good. Profit margin is 14%. Um, gross margin is 39%. But when you look, so when Mr. Beast got his deal for 100 million from Amazon, Whew. and I can see him in the rock doing a little presidential thing, getting ready to line up in 28, right? Um, going back to Raw, I'm a huge fan of wrestling back in the day, but Raw doesn't draw how I used to do in the Attitude Era. If they paid five billion for that, once again, what is the NFL Super Bowl worth? What is the NBA Finals worth? Traditional media's biggest competition has been the tech sector. And that's why I always say it's better to invest in tech across the board. But Netflix, for sure, um, is king of the hill in the space. And the thing that really destroyed them was decentralization. Like at one time you had a power three or five networks and then HBO came to the mix. Now people don't even want, like and also with, with the influx of Instagram and how popular that's become. People don't want to go to a movie when they are themselves picking up this phone and trying to be the star themselves. Your consumer has become your competition. It's a tough business to be in. So for that reason, as uh, Mr. Uh, or Damon John would say, I'm out on the media <laughs> business, but Netflix is king of the hill for sure. Yeah. You you brought up the the WWE and SmackDown. What, what's interesting is, and this kind of got overlooked, is that the amount of partnerships that they've been able to like gather right so you think of this netflix deal this is just one deal inside of this this umbrella of the wwe they have yep. a netflix deal they have a deal with peacock which is universal yeah right? i think for nxt they have a deal with fox for smackdown yep right and i'm trying i'm thinking like they have every major tnt right they have the the, the deal uh that's what i mean Roy used to come on uh USA, USA, and so you think about all, they they have almost all the major networks, and they're doing individual deals with the brands that are under the for umbrella, show. right? For each yeah. show, which is like this is pretty brilliant. If you look at the case study of it, right? They they're attacking individually. So the next thing will be, all right, well, rather than doing pay per view, maybe their SummerSlam or their Royal Rumble becomes the entity that goes directly to one of these streaming platforms. Yeah, 
Clearly, he needed the OnlyFans for what they was doing backstage. <laughs> well, he's out now. He's going. He's going. Vinny he's, Mac. Vinny Mac has officially stepped down. If hypothetically you and I had a deal to sell Market Mondays, but I sell it to the Saudis to cut you out, and then I buy it back from the Saudis. If you knew something salacious on me, would it happen to maybe make it to Charlemagne or Ebro or <laughs> you guys have to do good business? The boy already took your daughter. Yo, that's a fact. Time to play a game. Uh, Tri- Triple okay. H. Triple, he's, a, he's the new uh, CEO, Triple H, right? Well played. Well played. Well played. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.